Hello and welcome to the Frank and Fearless Leadership Podcast. This episode, solo episode, and it felt right to do one on self-care for leaders. Um, There was a post early February where Prince Harry had recently said that employers should be giving their employees time to focus on themselves and do inverted commas their inner work um, during their work day. Um, And yes, he has received a huge amount of backlash for attempting to give out business advice um, when I suppose there's a question as to whether he's in business himself. Um, So I I want to spend a bit of time today exploring this aspect of kind of self-care and also the aspect of kind of bringing it into the workplace. And this has come at a great time for me, having uh, just come off the back of a five-day juice retreat um, so I'll tell you a little bit more about that afterwards. So let's talk about the aspect of self-care. So um, professional and or personal development is uh, kind of has been a buzz for quite a long time. Um, I suppose come to fruition uh, in more recent times with kind of, you know, um, uh, Tony Robbins and alike. I think the if you go to the bookshop, or go on Audible and look at the downloads for self-help, inverted commas, books or guides. Everybody seems to know or want to tell you what you should or shouldn't be doing. But I think for me, this aspect of self-care actually has got to start with self. So really important to um, begin to understand you. So we can go in searching uh, for the answers and for other people to tell us what we should and or shouldn't do but actually I think part of this for me is around sitting back and actually listening head heart gut that's something I often talk about realistically for you as an individual what does it mean so I'll talk about me so self-care I know that um, I need time away I need time away from what happens to me on a day-to-day basis um I need to be in a situation or an environment where I don't have the normal responsibilities that I have, both from a family perspective and also from a work perspective. This allows me to kind of uh, slip into a space where I'm able to think, to feel. I'm able to, first and foremost, relax, reflect. And then there's definitely a level of replenishment. I've kind of not had as much in the last couple of years number of different reasons but actually the commitment I've given to myself is to plan and put something in the diary whether that be going to an event or a retreat uh, where the agenda is taken care of for me and there's a particular focus that I'm kind of interested in or do you know what I'm just going to put myself into an Airbnb and I'm just going to spend some time doing the things that I need and I want for myself and actually, sometimes that is just it, literally just doing nothing. I think, it's, you know, as Winnie the Pooh said, sometimes doing everything is doing nothing. It's quite difficult to, with all the responsibilities that, I've, that I carry, that I have, that I've put upon myself, and I own that, uh, I often find it difficult to just kind of get into my own headspace and just find a way of being uh, relaxed. So I suppose the question I'm asking you as you're listening to this is, where is that time and that space that you have to kind of uh, replenish? So are you out and about on the hills? Are you swimming? Are you running? Are you biking? What is it? And 
what what do you need just on a regular basis and then when certain amount of things gets on top of you um do you need some more so i think there's this aspect for some people definitely for me around kind of um replenishing on a on a consistent basis i think the other thing then is what are the small things that you need to do on a daily basis so does that mean that you journal do you need to exercise do you need to listen to a podcast uh do you need to listen to music do you need to have conversations with people do you need to drink you know what what are what are the things that on a on a consistent daily weekly basis do you need to ensure that you are the best version of yourself i've definitely found for me journaling has definitely helped me what i found more than anything is is that it just allows me to stop for a very very short period of time collect my thoughts um ref- frame a lot of the things that I'm thinking but also I I really struggle I really struggle with getting distracted so it actually allows me to uh, to focus so for example today what are the tasks that I must absolutely get done today was to record this podcast the fact that it was written down I'm holding myself to account I also know that Kelly my business manager will be chasing me if i've not done it so it just allows me to kind of focus on the on the things that uh, i need to do self-care is different for every single individual and i think as a leader that's sometimes things that we need to know understand in how we manage and how we lead accordingly so just saying to people hey why don't you have half a day to you know a a self-care day or half a day to go and do the things that you want to do actually that's not going to work for every single individual so probably part of this actually is around having the right conversations with the team and saying to them uh, and beginning to build that rapport and that relationship as to find out what motivates them Uh, some people are motivated by money Other people are motivated by uh, time, uh, time off or time in. So I think it's really quite vital to begin to kind of get that that clarity. I often say to people when you're looking at rewarding, go for the personalized route because if you offer and give a personalized gift as opposed to just giving, you know, 50 pounds, $50 cash, it's not going to mean as much. Uh, now there's and there's times for both, and I think then there's also this aspect of time from a self care perspective for, you know, for everybody. So, situation happened a couple of weeks ago uh, within one of the organisations I'm working with. We're just having a conversation around somebody was looking particularly quite tired. They've been working really hard, putting a lot of hours in. So actually getting them to go uh, and actually getting them booked in to go for a spa day. Um, and actually booking it in for them, they were hugely valuable and beneficial uh, and, and appreciative. Now, somebody else, you do that for them, it's not going to be the thing that they like and they enjoy. And second of all, uh, if you did do that, you're actually going to annoy them and frustrate them even further. So really quite important um, where possible. Um, and, it, you know, look, I, I appreciate and understand that it's going to vary dependent upon uh, the organisation that you're in. But... This probably starts at the top in kind of defining, you know, when you know and understand the culture that you want or that you've got or that you're striving towards is, you know, you're going to go down that personalized route, you know, the employees, you know, not in that space. As, as As a manager and as a leader, 
what's within your remit and your permutations, both from a time perspective, uh, but also from kind of a, a money perspective. Um, now, a lot of times this aspect around, you know, self-care, the biggest part is probably about giving people the permission to give them the space and the time to actually think and feel uh, around what's going on for them. I think it's also important that we model this behavior. So this, you know, this actually shows some level of vulnerability, some honesty, some empathy um, in first and foremost saying how and what is it that you do, like I've shared on, on, on this podcast, uh, but also for others within the organization to know, hey, do you know what? Actually, as somebody that is a leader within the organization, and is that the difference between, or one of the differences between a manager and a leader is that leaders have that greater self-awareness. They know you know, when they're overworked. They know when they need to kind of take that break. I know a, a CEO that um, I've coached for a number of years, um, he works at a very, very high, fat, high fast pace, uh, you know, really intense, but he knows when his body or his mind, he almost has hit the brick wall and then he will just completely disconnect for anything up to a week. And, you know, the, you know he, everybody knows within the business, okay, the CEO is gone and he's just on one of those, uh, those periods. It's not looked upon from a negative perspective. It's just like that's, that is exactly what uh, he needs to do to get to the stage of just uh, recharging. We're all wired differently, and I think we just need to take that into consideration as we're looking to, you know, have that empathy and that understanding, uh, and then be in a position where we're able to kind of uh, support and be able to kind of guide uh, and help people through that. How can we bring it into the workplace? I think, you know, formally or informally, from an informal perspective, it's just about having awareness of the team. And if you're a good leader, then you should have that anyway, or striving towards that perspective. If you want to bring it informally, then I think that, you know ensuring that the the board and the senior management team are all on you know all on the same page. Why are we doing this? How are we doing this? What's the value and what's the benefit, both from a business perspective, but also from an individual perspective? And how we, can we uh, navigate through? Hey, look, if you're listening to this and you're you you're thinking about it. I'd love to have a conversation with you. Please reach out to me. We can uh, get on a call. A former client of mine uh, reached out to me the other day and was asking about this aspect of the nine-day fortnight. Uh, so this is where one day every two weeks people you know, have got to themselves. Some of you, I'm sure, will have heard listening to this, the aspect of the four-day week, working week. So instead of working eight hours, uh, five days, you work 10 hours over four days. Um, this aspect of flexibility is definitely the way moving forward. We've seen in the last uh, couple of years with the way that we've moved online um, and the aspect of kind of uh, logging on uh, from home remotely, virtualization, hybrid working, etc. You know, I think a big part and the conversations that I've been having from a recruitment perspective is flexibility is key but it's different for every single individual. So we just need to be mindful of that as we kind of navigate through this. Hey, there's just some thoughts. Oh, hang on. And let me tell you about this juice. Yeah, so um, some of you will have heard me talk on the podcast before that the uh, word for me for this year is exploration. And the word that sits underneath that is uh, bravery. 
all the emotion. So um, I had the opportunity not long after my birthday in February to go on a five-day juice retreat detox. Now, I started doing juicing probably about 12 years ago. I uh, love the idea of taking quite a lot of heavy nutrients uh, in being able to kind of drink it in a juice. So this juice retreat was five days. So the build up to it a couple of days before was about restricting food intake. And then during the retreat, it was three juices a day at 10, 12 and 2 p.m. And then at 6 p.m. having a vegetable broth. So no food pure liquid i'd never done it to the extent of this before so there was a couple of things that i observed which for me were really really interesting one and those of people that are listening to this that know me and know me well know that i absolutely love food so the thought of not eating for five days do you know what it really really surprised me at my lack of hunger um I also was quite aware of this aspect of being um, that food is such a big part of my life in regard in regards to kind of socialising and coming together as a family and kind of you know uh, convening you know meals etc. I'm definitely and I knew this I've known this for a number of years that I'm definitely a, a comfort eater. Um, you know I eat when I'm kind of stressed or unsure. I eat because I'm bored. So I found it really quite interesting to just kind of navigate through the five days um, and kind of see what I what I could push my body uh, to and from. Uh, came back from it just less than a week ago, and I've definitely noticed that my um, I can't I can't eat as much as I wanted to before. My digestion is a lot better than it than it was, and in theory, by kind of going doing it for five days, your body kind of goes into uh, ketosis. So you know, once you've started eating, uh, all the body is kind of going through; it's getting the nutrients from the juices and the broth. But from a kind of uh, fat perspective, you know, it starts off uh, taking the fats and then the carbs, etc. Um, so I was able to lose a little bit of weight. It wasn't necessarily about that, but you kind of really really begin to lean into the fact that um, realistically we don't actually need as much as we think that we need um, you know definitely kind of in a western diet um, as we've kind of you know so and I I love texture and flavor uh, and variety but actually we don't need anywhere near as much uh, as um, as we think that we need or that we're told that we need um, so, you know, my plan definitely moving forward is to kind of um, on a weekly basis to, is to just juice for one day per week and then sort of every month do a couple of days. And I'm also looking and trialing kind of intermittent fasting. Also did some, um, got some reports done on my body type, etc., cetera, uh, which has been really quite enlightening at the same point as to what I, for me, what I should or shouldn't be doing. Um, and actually intermittent fasting for my body shape and size is actually really worthwhile doing. Uh, so I'm just playing with that. So all of this is actually really quite fun, quite different, uh, exploring uh, the boundaries of what uh, my expectations are on myself and also my body. And I'm having fun at the same point. So have you juiced? Have you done intermittent fasting? Uh, I would love any input from you, uh, feedback as to what's worked and what's not worked. 
you know, part of this podcast is me sharing, but you sharing with me. So that's it for this episode. Quite a short one, but uh, short and sweet. A little bit like my uh, my food intake over the last week or so. This is the Franco Fearless Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Harris. Uh, until next time, I'll see you soon. Bye. This has been the Frank and Fearless Leadership Podcast. If you've enjoyed, uh, which you must have done because you listened to the end, uh, that's great. I appreciate you sharing uh, with just one other person that you feel would uh, take value from it. Um, and I look forward to you joining me next time. And whoever I speak to, whatever I speak to, uh, just in the flow. Uh, enjoy your day, enjoy what you're doing, and I'll see you next time on the Frank and Fearless Leadership Podcast. Bye for now.